1: and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrowcom ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrowcom ACAST.
2: This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
3: Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion, and welcome to the BOF podcast. This week, we're sharing another amazing talk from Voices 2018. Now, Every year at Voices, we give a special award to someone who's using their platform and fashion to have an impact on the wider world. And this year, we chose Stella McCartney. Of course, Stella has been a pioneer in furthering the understanding awareness and implementation of an idea around sustainable fashion. But the problem has been far from solved. And this year, Stella introduced to us the Fashion Industry Charter for Climate Change. A UN report released earlier in 2018 projected that emissions of greenhouse gases will fall woefully short of the goals set in the Paris Climate Agreement in 2015. Fashion has its part to play in turning this crisis around. So we were proud to unveil this new charter, developed by the United Nations at Voices 2018. The new charter was officially launched at COP24 on December 10th, but we had a preview of what it contains and why it is of critical importance that fashion businesses sign on to it now. So here's Stella McCartney in conversation with Lucy Siegel, at Voices 2018, to discuss the Fashion Industry Charter for Climate Change.
4: So, we are virtually on the eve of COP24, and you know we, we traditionally say these are historic occasions, but it feels like monumental would be more appropriate. We have a job to do, as Imran's just articulated, and what we know is, when the political dialogue starts, is that often... We see um, policymakers, politicians, negotiating with the evidence. Well, you can't negotiate with this science. It needs to inform what we do. And I'm really delighted that we have a true leader here who knows you don't negotiate with the science, but you use it to form a consolidated response that closes the gap between the ambition that we need for future generations, because that's what's at stake here, and what our response as an industry. So um, let's hear from Stella McCartney, who's basically been doing this for 17 years, like leading this charge, and I'm sure it must be lonely out in front. So this is an opportunity, really, for the whole industry to come together and form a really coherent uh, response. So, tell us a little bit about the Charter. I know you can't say everything at this point, but tell us what's at stake and what the Charter brings to the table.
5: All right, then. <laughs> um, firstly, hi, everyone. Um, and thank you for having me, Imran, in the business of fashion. Um, you know, we can't, um, we can't run away from it, I don't think, any longer. Um, the reality is, is we are all faced with this problem now. We're all going to suffer the consequences if we do not take action in a positive way. Um, we need to live in harmony with planet Earth. We need to live in harmony with our fellow creatures and we need to be respectful of everything that she gives us. I mean, Jesus, she is like the most... She's the gift that keeps on giving if we can allow her to. So, um, you know, we have everything, really. Everything is at stake. And I'm not even going to look at these pictures behind me because it just makes me want to go back into my cabin and, like, hide in bed. And I think that, you know, I guess I'm here to try and make it more hopeful, try and bring some lightness to the conversation and some solutions. And I think, really, that's what's happening with this charter. So, in Poland, on the 10th of December, the UN will unveil um, a charter that really has come together with over 20 industry leaders, hard-hitters, and that's really what it needs. You know, now it needs more than just my voice and some smaller institutions working on this um, subject matter. It really needs leaders... to to come together and work as a force that can change policy and create laws and legislations. So they're working on um, 16 commitments that we hopefully will all adhere to. We're looking to get people to sign up, to join, because everyone's voice here at Voices, that's what matters. And um, it's really exciting, you know, it's it's really about bringing everyone together as an industry and instead of having few people talk about it, it's about having everyone talk about it and the leaders that actually make the change at the sourcing, at the manufacturing and at the design, actually taking responsibility and, and, you know, putting our money where our mouth is and, and looking to a more positive way of working together. Okay
4: that's an amazing rallying cry and uh, just to just to light the fire further you know obviously uh, unless we decarbonise rapidly, by 2050, this industry will be responsible for a quarter of all carbon emissions. And people will not thank us for that. So this is a really constructive way feeding into the Paris Agreement as well. So it's a very important point. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about your own brand, because obviously there's been a conscious uncoupling with Kering, if I can put it like that. Um, and you were very much the the, the poster brand for environmental change, Uh, under the auspices of caring. How does that affect your future going forward and your commitment to sustainability? You probably don't like that word, do you?
5: You know, I love that word. I mean, I don't think (laughs) enough people really know what it means. I mean, that's something we'll talk about later on. Um, Yeah, you know, my commitment is at the core of my sort of birthright, if you like, and it's at the core, I think, of everyone that works at Stella McCartney, as much as desirability and luxury and fashion... We care, you know, and we do have that awful word that seems to be a kind of it word right now. We do have authenticity in our just basic care for the planet and how we conduct ourselves in a more conscious way in business. Um, So that's not going to change. Imagine if I just said, yeah, you know what, I'm just going to stop. And I'm going to start making plastic bottles. Um, No, so we're, you know, we're fully committed to that. The environmental profit and loss that we worked on with Caring, we shall continue to do. Um, And what we actually are working on now is actually going deeper into that, because that was an amazing source of data and and finding out our impact on what we were making and actually what that impact had on the planet. But... um, what we were getting was sort of wide information so that didn't necessarily always apply to us and, and it wasn't completely tailored or personalised to us as a house. So what we're doing now is really forming our own data, talking to our, our own supply chain and our own sourcing and really kind of tailoring it to our needs so that we get a clearer idea of, of, our, you know, of our impact. Um, greenhouse gases is something that we're very committed to. That's something that we can sort of talk about with connection to the charter Um, and just disclosing information, having complete transparency. It's something that's really important to us at Stella McCartney. I think it's something that has to become more important to everybody in every industry, quite frankly. And also, you know, being sort of manning up about the things that we need help on, Mm. too, because we're not perfect, you know, some things we do have to do conventionally. But, um, yeah, you know, the commitment's there. It will be forever, hopefully.
4: Well, I'm glad you're keeping with the EPNL because I think you're one of the few people that understands how to use it. It's quite complicated. Um, visible panty line,
5: which is, you know, EPNL. It's
4: actually an <laughs> environmental profit. And- yeah, it's important that we're when really clear that? about that. Very clear about that. <laughs> you are doing some really ambitious stuff, though, that kind of makes my heart sing as a, as a, a nerdish ecologist, like regenerative agriculture. These are becoming part of your fashion landscape.
5: Yeah, we're working really hard on regenerative agriculture because, you know, the thing is, it's it's weird. I grew up on an organic farm, and um, we had arable farms. And it's funny because I I now look at what I'm doing, and I'm like, we're basically farmers in the fashion industry. We're just kind of using soil, using land, cutting down forests. You know, we're not really putting back what we're taking out. So at Seller McCartney, we're working very deeply on that right now. So obviously, organic... Cotton is a must for us, but cotton is the biggest used material in the fashion industry. So you can go to that level, but then the next level and the most important level is the soil. Um, Basically, soil is the biggest creator of oxygen on the planet, second to the the, the, um, the sea. It's basically terrestrially, it's the biggest creator of um, carbon. And so you have to... You know, we're looking very intensely now at our sourcing and how we put nutrients back into the soil how we take care of that how you avoid the dust and the you know it's really really important to basically farm in the proper way and it, it creates more and better quality oxygen essentially if you look at that you know, this is, this,
4: is, this is a whole new world, isn't it? Like, like there's fashion farming. Can you see that you'll be calling on, you know, like, soil biologists are going to be part of your team before long? I mean, this is a whole new thing. I
5: mean, we do. The thing is, and it comes back to the charter, we have to work as a team. Mm. Because I can't do it all alone, and I have to work with the people that I source from. And we do it so much at Stella McCartney. We spent... Um, a number of years, over two years, working on viscose, for example. Rayon, for all you Yankees in the room. <laughs> um, and I actually ask this when I talk about it, and I hope that more people know, and people will know, but does anyone know where viscose comes from? You do. You were quick. Shout it out. Trees. There you go, and there's even a picture. So, um, most people don't know that, and basically over 150 million trees a year are cut down for viscose alone in the fashion industry, and these are from our, you know, our rainforest. This is a, a huge disaster, not only for the planet and the environment, but also for the inhabitants of the rainforest, which you know we tend to forget. So at Stella McCartney, what we've done for many, many years now is work with the sourcing, getting sustainable forestries that we can work with, taking the yarn, which is a completely different quality, and taking it to our mills, the same luxury mills that we all want to use in luxury fashion in Italy and around the world and giving them an alternative yarn. And it's taken over two years to get a quality that we're happy with. But, you know, we're probably one of the only people in the industry that are using that viscose, and it's crazy. And I think that's what I find hope with this idea of coming together for the Charter is I want to share that information, and I want to be, you know, I don't want to have to do it alone. It takes so much for us to to do this. It's nice if we
0: can all do it together.
2: Swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
6: Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef grade range recently and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. Luxury Beyond Limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
4: Okay, well, let's just, let's just talk about this um, other new initiative that you're here to announce as well. The launch of Stella McCartney Cares Green. So we have Stella McCartney Cares Pink, and now we have Green. So just explain a little bit um, what the components are and what change that's going to bring.
5: Um, We launched a couple, like maybe in October, we launched Stella McCartney's Pink, which is basically part of the arm of our charity, which focuses on breast cancer and breast cancer awareness. We um, designed a double mastectomy bra many years ago, and um, my big goal was to give them away to everybody free. And so we launched that, and actually in the first day, all of the bras that we had went, um, which is sort of a great sign that we have that reach and we can, we can tell people about things, but also incredibly depressing at the same time. Um, so what we're going to launch here today is we're talking about the environmental side of the foundation, which is basically there to open source, have a, have a conversation and everything that we've learnt and studied and spent so much time and love and energy learning about in environmental issues in the fashion industry, I want to open up that conversation, open up the information. Because I think that there's so much confusion, you know, around what does sustainability mean, what does it mean in the fashion industry, the second most harmful on the planet as an industry, and how I can get that kind of conversation opening up. Also, giving incentives—you know—it's something that I find really strange about um, what I do. And I think I was my incentives have always been personal, and I was always pretty privileged to be able to not compromise in the way that I went into the fashion industry and ran my business. But I think um, trying to create some incentives. So we'll have scholarships. We'll have, you know, incentive, give incentives to new, young, up-and-coming. Designers and at the same time, technology is really important to us. So, really talking about how technology can you know, be, our, be the way forward and how sexy that is and how sort of inspiring that is, and, and really encourage technology at the same time. I guess one of the things I'm most excited about is the, um, also the idea of creating some kind of fund for lawyers and NGOs. So, actually, encouraging policy change. Because unless we have that, really, there's only so much you can do. And that comes sort of hand-in-hand hand with the idea of incentives. You know, I can get taxed up to 30% just for taking a non-leather good into, the, into America, for example. And it's like, why should I be punished, in a sense, for not killing animals, not using the chemicals that tan the leathers? You know, it should be the other way around.
4: Yeah.
5: So... So, so th-
4: I find this really exciting because I um have worked um with the Circle Foundation of the Circle and we've worked with lawyers on the living wage Um, piece of work to try and really get some movement and I found that when when you look through a different lens, so if you're working with lawyers or farmers or biologists and you're looking through a different lens, you suddenly see a lot of remedies that weren't available uh, to you before and of course this picks up on grassroots action as well we saw our gender, for example in the Netherlands take the um, Dutch government to court and actually because they weren't uh, committing properly to climate change goals in the Paris Agreement, so I mean, in a sense, this is getting really tough, isn't it? This is you saying, we are not going to put up with these unfair laws that don't go. And we're going to challenge, I mean, it's a very challenging position to adopt.
5: Yeah, I mean, I guess we've never really done things by the rule book at Stella McCartney. You know, we're trying to change things, you know, and I think that the entire conversation is about change in the right direction. If we can, you know, I can only do so much. But if I can have policies change, if I can have, you know, politicians actually look at this issue and and look at taxation, look at import, look at export, look at, you know, for example, in China, you still have to test on animals to bring in a beauty product. You know, I don't sell any of my perfumes into China and nobody's having that conversation. And, you know, there's all of the big brands in beauty Go into China, are testing on animals. Now, if they all said no, if they all wanted to, you know, we can have such a strong and powerful voice. And I think that, you know, that's, that can, it can happen. I think it can happen now. You know, this is amazing that we're even having this conversation. You know, these, this is happening now. And I really see it, you know, after all these years, I'm so excited, encouraged. And I think it is the time for change. So you're feeling hopeful
4: because we've got a lot of doom and gloom around, especially going into COP24. We're worried about keeping to 1.5. You know, there's been a a lot of, you know, we have a president in America who willfully doesn't know the difference between climate and weather. You know, we are in this situation. We are where we are. But you're still feeling hopeful and like we can push through. Yeah, I mean, he's watching this right now.
5: Hi, come on, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have to be hopeful we all have to be hopeful you know it's the way I'm wired and I couldn't do what I do if I didn't have some kind of hope for the future of it and I see that we can do it you know I think what's so kind of frustrating for me is I think you know I'm I'm not a big brand I'm not a loud voice But I've got vegan Stan Smith on that I taught Adidas into doing with me, and they're a huge brand. And if they see that this can be made, first and foremost, and it can wear and tear as much as a leather Stan Smith using animal bones and fish bones glue, then maybe they'll change, you know? So... If I can do it, anyone can do it. So I have to have hope because there's a lot bigger voices than me out there with a lot more money and a lot more clout behind them.
4: But you're very persuasive, Stella. We know that. We know that. And let's, let's just have, because uh, we've been given such a short amount of time today, um, let's just have a final act of persuasion because you need everyone here and beyond to sign up to the Charter don't you?
5: So I want a I big this, rally. It's me right. who needs it. It's only me that needs you to sign up. It's basically you will need no, to it. sign up because you will need to sign up. It's like, it's not, I mean, it's ridiculous that I'm having to even sit here and have this conversation, quite frankly. <laughs> um, but it's a positive thing. It's a positive thing. It's amazing that, you know, we've started a conversation, we've opened up the concept that the people in power in the fashion industry can make change. They can take responsibility in their own hands. Consumers are critical. You know, conscious consumption is at the core of everything. If the people that make the business decisions know that the next generation of consumers will not stand for anything less than, you know, responsible business, then they're going to have to do it anyway. So I think it's great if everyone takes the law into their own hands. And, you know, it's doable. We can do it. And, you know, we have 16 commitments now, We can have many, many, many more, but this is the start. And, you know, be part of it, guys. You're all part of it. And it
4: feeds directly into the Paris Agreement. So when your kids and your grandkids and whoever ask you what you did, you will be able to hold your head up and make eye contact and say, I was part of this incredibly important response. I just want you to uh, finish just a comment on a phrase that you said to me before, which I really liked, when you said that this really is the ultimate luxury now. And this is something that young people respond to. And this is why we should see it as an opportunity.
5: You know, it's just all intertwined, isn't it? Many, many years ago, before this was a kind of fashionable conversation to have, people would say to me as a designer, what's your idea of luxury? You're like, oh, you know, like a Birkin bag? I don't know. Like, what is that? What is that question? And for me, my personal idea of luxury is having a voice having freedom, having clean air to breathe, having animals by our side that are happy and healthy and treated well, having pure water to drink, and having, you know, the luxury of having Mother Nature and planet Earth in a healthy state, that for me is like the ultimate. I don't know what other luxury there is, other than, you know, a Falabella bag and a pair of vegan (laughs) stand-sticks.
0: Go to shopify.com slash B-O-F to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash B-O-F.
6: Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. It's advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.